Good evening, dear friends, on this night of all nights. We welcome you to Bethany Presbyterian Church. Friends and families, strangers who happen to connect with us, all are welcome this evening as we gather to celebrate the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ.
You'll find an infant wrapped in a simple cloth, lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly host with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in high heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom God's favor rests. We light this candle to remind us of the hope the prophets had for the coming of the Messiah and the hope that has continued to keep people in anticipation of joy, peace, and love. Tonight, the Advent wreath is completed as we light the fifth candle, the Christ candle. This candle reminds us that Christ is the light of the world, a beacon of hope and saving love, of peace and of joy. We are the people of hope, the people of peace, the people of joy, the people of love. We are the people of Christ. Let us pray together. God, who labors to bring forth abundant life among us, we thank you for the birth we celebrate tonight. A newborn bundle of human life can cause us to gaze for hours amazed. Refresh our astonishment at the gift of the Christ child, to the world, the Word made flesh. As we celebrate his birth, may we open ourselves to your life within us, among us, and in the world around us. We are the people of Christ. Amen. Amen. Good and gracious God, on this holy night you gave us your Son, the Lord of the universe, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, the Savior of all, lying in a manger. On this holy night, draw us into the mystery of your love. Join our voices with the heavenly hosts that we may sing your glory on high. Give us a place among the shepherds that we may find the one who we have wanted, Jesus Christ, the Messiah and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in unity with the Holy Spirit and God forever and ever. Let us worship God. Thank you. 
this is one of my favorite um, Christmas songs. Reminds me of childhood and it's quite a simple song, but I just love it so much. Join us in singing, O Come All Ye Faithful. Christmas, boys and girls. You know, isn't Christmas, and particularly Christmas Eve, a fine, a wonderful, festive time? I know I kind of enjoy it, and I like to get into the mood, so it's nice to be festive about this. And one of the things about Christmas Eve is decorating and wrapping. And I have many wrapping paper. I have, I have this silver wrapping paper. I have this gold wrapping paper. I have this red wrapping paper that says joy on it, whoever joy is. And I have green polka dot paper and, 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 and blue paper and, 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 and some red paper and this really odd paper. I, I bought it and, and I, I opened it up and you can see right through it. A lot of good this does. I mean, you just know what's inside it. And, and, you know, of course, along with the wrapping paper comes bows. I have red bows, and I have green bows, and I have silver bows, and I have a big bow, and I have white bows, and then I have a big bag of blue bows. In fact, big bag of blue bows. Can you say that quickly? Big bag of blue bows? I, I have come to say that. Anyway, 
So all these things that kind of decorate us, it's kind of exciting. But you know what? There's a gift that we have at Christmas time that God gave us that no wrapping paper needed, no bows, a gift that was so much more valuable than anything you could put in wrapping paper or decorate with bows. And that gift is Jesus Christ, God's gift to humans. And in fact, that gift didn't come in a fancy package, no bows, no wrapping paper, but came in a place where goats and sheep and cattle ache from, a, a manger. And, and, and Jesus was, was there for all of us. Jesus is there to show God's love for us and to let us know that we, through Jesus, have life after this earth. And that's wonderful. That's a gift beyond bows, beyond wrapping paper, beyond anything. So this Christmas, we can celebrate the greatest gift, God's gift to us. Merry Christmas. A reading from Isaiah, chapter 9, verses 2 through 7. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of the burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the trampling hordes of warriors and on all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from the time onward and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. A reading from the book of Titus, chapter 2, verses 11 through 14. For the grace of God has appeared, bringing salvation to all, training us to renounce impiety and worldly passions, and in the present age to live lives that are self-controlled, upright, and godly. While we wait for the blessed hope and the manifestation of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. He, is, he it is who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify for himself a people of his own who are zealous for good works. <laughs>
Tonight we hear the story of this holy night as told in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 14. I share it from the New Revised Standard Version. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child and she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds lying in the fields and living with their sheep, keeping watch over the flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly, there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory be to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace among those whom he favors. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Here we are again, gathered on Christmas Eve as other congregations and families are. We come together once again to hear the story, to sing the songs and pray the prayers. The tradition continues and the story must be told. Yet this year it is so different. While I'm gathering with you and with Sally on this Christmas Eve, I'm actually taping this homily a week earlier. This horrendous virus has taken its toll on millions across the face of God's creation. So many have been lost. So many continue to die and to suffer. We're tired and we're weary this Christmas Eve. We desperately want to reach out and, and see each other face to face, and many of us yearn for those loving hugs and touches from friends and family. And our prayers in the evening are at the same time intercessions for those who have been impacted by COVID, while there are also cries out saying, God, when will this be over? In these times, it is good at this particular moment that we come together. Separated by physical distance, but at the same time, we're close together in our hearts, in our minds, in our spirits. Indeed, it is good that we celebrate together the night of Christ's birth. As the columnist Leonard Pitts wrote just the other day, it's the moment when heaven touched the earth. But it is a time for us to remember how vast and how all-encompassing is the love of God who sent Christ to be with us. I love Christmas. I love the decorations. I love the trees, the carols, the smiles on so many faces. I confess that I am a hopeless romantic, 
which is probably both a blessing and a curse. I so love Christmas Eve, and I, I so wish that this service could end with us holding hands in a large circle around the sanctuary and singing Silent Night together. I certainly can get a wee bit sentimental. You know, I'm the one in our family who cries when watching A Wonderful Life. And I won't want to begin to tell you what my reaction is in The Sound of Music. The Christmas story is such an amazing one. Some people outside of the Christian family have a really difficult time dealing with the idea that, that God became one of us, arriving in the form of a child, arriving in a little place called Bethlehem, and born in a space that was designed for animals and most certainly not for a newborn child. I remember so well a man from different religious traditions saying to me, how absurd it is for you Christians to believe Almighty God came to be with us as humanity, as a baby. Yet we know the divine creator of all that is, of the many stars and planets, that almighty creator chose to enter into our lives as a newborn infant, born to an unwed and very young girl. Standing by her side was Joseph, faithful and loving, but also dealing with the fact that he was not the father of this newborn child. And it is there, in this humble dwelling, that Jesus the Christ was born. It was there that the oh-so-young mother held this vulnerable infant in her arms in awe of what had happened and what was still happening. Imagine those shepherds out in the field on a cold winter night watching over their sheep. You need to remember that these guys had a very tough life. They were out there all night long and they were warding off predators of all kinds. Imagine their shock, their, their total amazement when an angel appeared to them, to them of all people. Imagine too that these three men were traveling from the far east, driven by a vision of something wondrous that had happened in an unknown location guided only by a star, and that the knowledge they must make it to this place where something miraculous had happened. They must journey and bring their gifts and see what God has done. Then there's that king, Herod, who, who had heard stories about the impending future king that was being born somewhere in Israel. And he feared for himself and for his position as king. What a time it was. As I said, as a romantic, I can over-sentimentalize this moment. It's all too easy for a lot of us to do. Many of you know of my, my love for the story of Barrington Bunny from the book, The Way of the Wolf, by Martin Bell. It's a lovely story of a bunny who grasped an important part of the Christmas story. If any of you young people out there are still watching this service with your parents, I'd encourage you to talk to your mom and dad or your grandma or your brother or sister and have them read you the story of Barrington Bunny. And when you finish it, be sure to talk to them about what you understood the story to be and ask them all the questions you might have. I still see that wonderful moment at the very end with Barrington and the great silver wolf standing by his side. Beloved friends, we can stay with the decorated trees, 
the silver bells and the carols, or we can journey within those and through those into the deeper understanding of the gift and the calling that God has bestowed upon us that night. We can remember once again that God loved us so much that the Eternal reached out to our transitory existence to show us what we were created to be, that we might discover our true selves, and that we might carry out God's vision for us as we live our lives for others. This night, this night we are remembering the child who became a man, who tried to tell us what being human is all about. Remembering the young man who one day would lay down his life for you and for me. Remembering that this Holy One still is reaching out to you and me, reaching out in hope that we might grasp at least a fleeting understanding of who we are meant to be. Let our days after Christmas not be, as W.H. Auden put it in his Christmas oratorio, saying, once again, as in previous years, we have seen the actual vision and we have failed to do more than entertain it as an agreeable possibility. Once again, we have sent him away, begging, though, to remain his disobedient servant. Indeed, let our days after Christmas heed Auden's later poetic words, remembering the stable, where for once in our life, Everything became a you, and nothing was an it. For this is the truth of Christmas, told on that wondrous night when heaven touched the earth. Amen. Let us pray. Oh God, it always seems like a long wait to finally arrive at the manger to worship the Christ child. We can only take so many Hallmark Christmas specials, Christmas movies, and television specials. There comes a time when we need the real thing. We need you. We need to gather on this holy night because you have given us the greatest gift we can ever receive. Jesus Christ. Oh God, most generous, you, our light, shining in the darkness, we give you our thanks and praise for the light of your love coming into the world in the person of your Son, Jesus. God from God, light from light. Through Jesus, you created everything that is, seen and unseen. Through Jesus, you give us life. And through Jesus, you give eternal life to all who believe in him. This is good news. Indeed, this is good news of great joy. The best news of all. This year, 2020, has been unlike any that most of us have ever experienced before. Many are facing unbelievable challenges from the youngest to the oldest, from immediate families to our church family, to our state, our nation, and the global community. All are facing unknowns. The candles, poinsettias, the decorations, the music, all help us to receive hope, peace, joy, and love, symbolized by the candles around our Advent wreaths. These are gifts we can open throughout the year, long after our other gifts are opened and Chris, on Christmas morning, or even broken or forgotten. We thank you, O oh Lord, for the gift of Christ, who is our Emmanuel, God with us. 
Oh God, we, we lift up those who are in special need of you this night as they face struggles and challenges in their daily lives. We pray for the homeless, the brokenhearted, those with illnesses and medical challenges, those who are facing difficult decisions, and those carrying the responsibility of making decisions that will impact many across the nation, around the world. Surround each one of us with the good news of Christ's birth, just as the great company of angels surrounded the shepherds in the fields watching their flocks that night. Thank you. Thank you that all of us are invited to come home for Christmas. Thank you that all of us are welcome around the manger of the child, the Christ child. Nobody, nobody is left out. After the last candle is blown out from tonight's service, remind us that the light of Christ will always shine brightly as we seek to follow him. May tonight be a new beginning for us as we allow the light of Christ to shine in our lives through our prayers, presence, service, and witness. Whenever we feel alone, remind us of this holy night when we gathered to welcome the light of Christ into the world. Don't let us forget. Oh God, don't let us forget. Help our church to not forget to shine your light in all that we do and say. May our church be like a lighted candle, always shining brightly right here in this community and beyond. We pray this in the name of the one whose coming we celebrate and who taught us to pray in this way, saying, Our Father, Mother, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
to be together tonight. My prayer for you as we go our separate ways into our homes and gather with families or perhaps are sitting alone with a cup of tea or a cup of coffee or even a nice glass of wine. Go knowing that this child became the man known as Jesus and he offered up himself for you. Go knowing that you walk the way of life not alone, but with Christ at your side. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Bethany, and Happy New Year. Season's greeting, Bethany, and a very Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas! All right. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year, uh, my Bethany family. Hello, all my friends at Bethany. On this most holy of nights, wishing you the merriest of Christmases and a Happy New Year. Merry, Merry Christmas! Christmas! Ho, ho, ho! 